Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? It's Go Tell Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron. Hello, hello, hello. It's I, Lisa Waldron. Lisa's in the house. It's me, Lisa Waldron. Lisa Waldron. Hey guys, this is the last This Happened of season 16. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Can you believe it? So yeah, guys, this happened. You know, I was um doing some paperwork downstairs. You know, I was on the computer getting some stuff done. And my son had someone waiting in the car as he was getting ready. And, you know, all of a sudden, it just clicked to me. I've I've noticed this before, but I wanted him to know. I said, you're just like your father. Have you ever noticed that if you have a child or children that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, especially their their behaviors, how they act? I don't know if you guys remembered in one of the what in one of the this happens I mentioned how I used to say my son was ugly when he was um younger. He knew he was cute. I said he was cute, you know, you know what I mean? But his father's a little bit showy, show-offish. And my son is a little bit show-offish. They kind of have the same thing going on. You know what I mean? Like, but then there was a time when I thought, hey, I'm a little bit show-offish too, you know, like, but nah, he gets it from his father. And I just wanted him to know there's certain things that he does. If you have a child or children, you notice that you cannot even be with them or whatever, but you notice that they pick up some similarities or some traits of who their natural parents are, which is us. You know what I mean? It's interesting, but I had to let him know, and I had to let you guys know that happened. Now, on to the final episode of 16, 16, woo, episode 10. Here we go. Hi, guys. This is so weird in season 16 that I'm actually doing um, two segments on Kanye West. So I did an episode, um, episode two in season 16. And then shortly afterwards, I'm seeing this documentary, which is called Genius, Genius, okay, a Kanye trilogy. So I just finished watching the first one because there's only three episodes. The first one is called Vision. Um, the second one is called um, Purpose. And the third one is called Awakening. And something just told me that I knew I wanted to talk about Kanye in season 16. But something just kept telling me to wait. But anyway, I did it in episode two. It doesn't matter. I mean... I can do whatever I want to do. It's my podcast, right? So in season 16, I'm going to be doing a follow-up. This is going to be part of the follow-up, probably in Hot Topics segment. Um, And I'll probably come back. Maybe I I just want to record it so I can remember what I said, okay? So um, because it's not even showing back-to-back. They have different dates in which it's going to air. So basically... I won't have a follow-up until sometime in March, which will probably be around the same time as 
um, episode 10 or, you know, towards the later part of the episodes in season 16. But anyway, guys, the reason why I'm talking about Kanye so much is because guess what happened, guys? Can you guess what happened to me as I'm watching this documentary about Kanye West? You guessed it. I started boohoo crying again. I don't know what it is about Kanye, why I keep frigging crying over this guy. I don't know what it is, but as I'm watching it, certain things that he said and says and said, because it was in the past, said and did believe his faith, his mother, you know, his mother died, her soul rest in peace. But for the first time, I actually saw his mother, you know, because I only saw like, you know, when they were showing her picture when she passed, but I actually get to see a glimpse into their relationship, like the mother and son, you know, like when you have an only child like me, it's like, it's a different dynamic than when you have, you know, multiple kids and she believed in her son and she, she spoke to him in a way, kind of like the way grandparents talk to my son, Justin. I'm just hard on Justin because I have to play all these different roles to Justin and, you know, being a, a single mom and whatever, but I see, but, oh, and here's another thing. I didn't know Kanye was a Gemini, you know, this is why when people do stories on people or do interviews and stuff or do documentaries, they do their research, right? So I'm following up on my Kanye. I I did three episodes on Kanye. I guess this is my fourth one following up, but this is maybe that's why I understand him because I kind of like, I mean, my son, Justin, the apple falls from either me or his father. Let's put it like that. And we're a bunch of confident people. And when I look at this documentary about Kanye, because remember I told you, I don't listen to rap music more than so. I don't know. I didn't know anything about Kanye other than when he first appeared on the Kardashian show years ago. I really don't know anything about him. Other than I saw him in in an interview years later, how people were coming down hard on him. And I kind of like sympathize, empathize with him. Something in my spirit is just making me cry over this man. I don't know what it is. And trust me, ladies and gents out there, it's not a cry for love. I'm not in love with Kanye West. Let's get that straight. I feel like I have to say this so in case whoever is listening one day, but I think I'm crying again, but you can hear it in my voice, but I see a different light in Kanye. And I was like, no wonder I'm like crying over him because Okay, so everything that you do, you have to base it off faith. I cannot believe that I'm crying again. I cannot believe this. I love his his journey, his story. I love the people who followed him. He has such a um, genius mind. And I don't even say it's genius. I just think it's faith talk. Homeboy said... That when he didn't have money, when he was broke, that he used to walk to the train 
and pretty much was practicing his Grammy speech. I'm telling you guys, I don't know what the heck it is. <laughs> I cannot believe I'm over here crying again, but maybe I'm just in, a, in an emotional state. I've always been a crier. Let's just put it like that. I've always been a crier. But for all you haters out there that coming down so hard on this man... And he said it from the beginning that the higher you know that the higher up you get, the more hate you're gonna get, and it's so true. And in this episode, he grew up with a couple of guys, right? And here, here is how I think I would have handled it. This, I don't know, I don't know. You, you, you say stuff, but until you're faced with a situation, you, you don't know how you're gonna handle. But you think that you would hope that you will handle it properly. So he had two homeboys that taught him how to do beats. That's basically how he grew up, you know, not grew up, but basically that's how he made his business, got his name out there, was making beats, but his goal was to have his own record, right? And um, the games that people play, you know, and then he had his cameraman, Cody. I don't even know who any of these people are, you know what I mean? And um, I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. But he just had faith because his family, uh, his father's side, um, you know, they had a Christian background. Let me put it like that. Even when he was believing and saying, he was like, you know, talking into existence, you know, thanking God, you know, saying that, you know, these are blessings Oh, God, you guys need to watch it. I don't want to tell you the whole thing, but I just want people... This is why you cannot really judge a person. I'm not saying that everybody's going to like everybody, but I'm just saying that some of the stuff that he rapped about, guys... This was back in 2001 and probably earlier. Some of the stuff that he rapped about is stuff that's happening here in 2022 with racism and stuff. Listen to the words and what he's saying. He knew about all this stuff. You know, like, oh my God. It's 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 deep on another level. And when I saw the third episode was called Awakening, I was like, Oh my God. I named my candle, one of my candles, Awakening. And um, you know. I think I named my candle first before he named his segment Awakening, but it doesn't matter. But um, I just see Kanye in a different light, and I think he does have a, a heart of gold. But anyway, the story that I was trying to tell you guys is that he grew up with these two guys, and you know he went back to Chicago. That's where, basically where he grew up from. And basically, um, one of the guys kind of like got upset and got into his feelings, because Kanye did a, a magazine interview and and the magazine did not mention his name. So the guy got upset. So then instead of talking to Kanye, you know, you know, when people get upset and assume things or whatever, they go out and express themselves in a different way. And what this guy did in order to express himself was that he went ahead and made a rap song and pretty much dissed Kanye. So, of course, Kanye, you know, you know, rolled upon him, you know, with his friends, you know, and the way that he handled it so mature, they talked it out. 
Then, of course, the friend that he's talking it out with, other friends, was like, oh, you need a hug. Oh, you need a hug. I mean, he think he was just trying to defuse the situation. But the guy was like, you're in that power now. You know, you, you know, but what Kanye did was that Kanye had a, um, and a radio interview and then he also cleared up any misunderstanding on the radio and he also gave the friend credit you know what I mean so it's like <sighs> sometimes things just need to be worked out and just talk you know and to me I kind of get the sense that Kanye just he listens I think that you know even the cameraman his friend was saying you know there's a lot of hurt there, you know, but he still is confident, guys. He's still confident. And I can see myself like that at times. So there I can resonate, like the grind and the hustle when you believe in something and you keep going despite what other people think. Maybe that's what where the relation is where I kind of relate to him, but I can't wait to see the other two episodes. I mean... I cannot believe I'm talking about Kanye in all season 16. I should just make <laughs> all 16. I can't make all the episodes about Kanye. But I, I, if you want to know about Kanye West, you want to learn about Kanye West, see a different side, understand who Kanye West is, watch the documentary on Netflix. I mean, they did it good. But here is the thing. His friend Cody, who is, um, you know, doing the documentary, just for Kanye to have that vision from when he was starting out and said to him, you know, document it. And then for Cody to have, you know, I kind of relate to Cody also because I do YouTube. I always have a camera. I love taking pictures. I've been doing that. I have so many. I had a camcorder from when I was younger. I have so many cameras. So it's like I knew that somehow, you know what I mean? I was going to be in the, in the limelight or something where I am, um, famous and whatever, you know what I mean? In a good way, you know, and, you know, have my own show, which technically, you know, YouTube is my own show, but have my own show where it's making millions of money and what have you. You just have to believe in yourself. And Kanye believed in himself. And Kanye had that drive and that confidence. And most importantly, he had his mother's support. I keep telling you all, I keep telling you, this, I didn't know nothing about this man like that. And for me to say what I said in the in the past three episodes that I've done on Kanye in all 16 seasons, I've spoken about Kanye three times and I just knew, I just knew that it had something to do with his mother. And then they showed Jay-Z and I didn't realize that he knew Jay-Z from way back then. You know what I mean? And for him to get the record label and everything, I kind of see where that dynamic went, but I can also see that friend that got hurt and did the, um, the, you know, did that rap about him from the moment Kanye reunited with him, I can see on camera the way the guy was looking. And I was just like, Oh, something's up. But you know, but, but it is what it is. And then with Jay-Z, they even showed Beyonce, like when they must've been first dating or something. 
And, um, but yeah, I saw the dynamic back then with Damon Dash, Jay-Z, because it was Rockefeller, Rockefeller Studio or whatever it is that they make the records or they had their own label or whatever. But yeah, to see the dynamic between Jay-Z and, um, Kanye right off the bat, it's interesting. No wonder he felt kind of a way, but I need to see more of these two documentary. And who would have known that years later when Kanye made it big, that we'd be looking back at how he started off. Kanye knew it. Kanye knew it. And this is what I'm saying, people. I mean, if I knew what I wanted to do back then, like what he did, I would have documented it too, because I had the cameras to do it. But, um, you know, it's not too late to do anything in life. But yeah, I wanted to follow up on, you know, I think that's what I've been doing for the last couple of um, seasons is like on the last episode on episode 10, I do like a follow up and give you guys like, especially on the, on the, this happened and some of the segments I talk about, like what happened, especially if I didn't have closure or didn't have an answer or we, I, I was waiting for an answer or something, but more to come, I guess on Kanye West, but I just wanted to let you guys know on that part. All right. Hi guys, so this is not really a follow-up, but because I already typed all of, not typed, I already recorded all of my this happened, I felt like this is in the moment, so I have to say it. Um, so if you hear any background noise, I'm actually in the car going home. So here it is, a typical day, and I need to get my my car looked at because it's been acting up. And so I decided to take it down to the car dealership. And I got there early because that's the best time to get it done. Otherwise, you'll be waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, I'm just now leaving and it's a few minutes before 11. So it took a while, right? But during that time, I've been waiting patiently. You know, they come and check. They send a text and what have you. And then I decided to stretch my legs. And normally when I, I can't sit for so long, you know, lately when I'm getting older. So... I decided to walk and stretch my legs, um, which is to go back there and just to get an eye on, you know, like, where's my car, you know, how long is it? And then one of the ladies came to me and she's like, can I help you? And I was like, I'm just stretching my legs, you know? Uh, so yeah, but technically I was just there looking to see the status of my car. But anyway, I came back inside and then um, sat down back again. And then a few minutes later, I got back up and I went back in the back in the service area, you know, to check and see, you know, how much longer. And this time, no one really approached me. I'm just standing up there, just watching, you know, because it's been it's a rainy day today. And basically, I just saw a young black man approach a young black woman. Mind you, they're both employees. And... I don't even know what they were saying. I just noticed that he was walking towards her, pointing his finger and said something. Now, in my mind, I'm like, you know when somebody's just walking and and pointing and saying, yeah, got you or you're the best or whatever. I don't even think that's what was said because I heard like a curse word. And then she was like, you know, you can't effing talk to me that way or something like that. And I heard another curse word. And I'm looking at them like, they're both employees, like, it's cursing aloud now and before I knew it guys 
this guy like did a quick 360 turn turned towards her headbutted her shoved her she shoved him back you know out of defense and then he shoved her again but this just the force at which he went at her you know so they always say say something do something so in that moment i just felt like it was going to escalate so i turn around i head back inside and i saw the the nearest person sitting by the door and i said to the person um you know hurry up and get some i said go and get someone because there's a guy and a girl fighting back there hurry and get someone you know and then i see her like taking her time you know i'm I, i'm sorry i'm just a, i'm just i'm i'm a lot of i am a kind of person that's a little bit dramatic i guess that runs in my family if somebody said that to me i'd be like what do i believe this customer but if it's just a case let me hurry up let me speed walk she took her time calmly got the manager and i saw a bunch of people heading out and then the guy took off and i was like oh my god here we go and then you know every, everyone started coming out that works there like news travel i thought news travel fast in my family wow news travel fast over there and um before i went and got help you know there was an older man there and he was like calling the young man name who was the the you know doing all this bad stuff and he was like calling his name to stop you know but i don't even think he can even handle him to be quite honest but let's backtrack a little bit and say that i saw this employee walking back and forth back and forth but let me backtrack a little bit even further to say that um i noticed that there was a lot of young people african-american young people working there more than normal you know normally they have like seasoned people you know middle age late 30s 20s you know like older Especially, especially in the service area because those guys have been doing it for years. You know, my stepfather has his own, had his own um, mechanic store. So it's like when you're in that trade and business, you're in there for practically life unless you want to do something completely 360. But so that was the first thing when I first went in there this morning. I was like, oh, a lot of young people, a lot more young people. And in any company, any business, it's good to have a diverse age group anyway, so you can relate to your customers on all level. So that's what went to my mind. And as I was sitting there waiting for my car to be serviced, I saw this man, the accuser. Um, um, he was just walking back and forth with his jacket on, you know, just walking back and forth. And in my mind, I was like, normally they walk back and forth and normally they like, you know, check on customers. But he was just walking back and forth, back and forth. And I was just like, not back and forth like in like a serious matter, but he was just like going back to the service area and walking with a little bit of um, swag and a little bit of aggression also. And is it bad for me to say that? But anyway, before all of this went down and I was back there waiting, the, um, the victim, we'll call her the victim, um, was talking to two other ladies come to find out that one of the ladies was his girlfriend listen this is why a lot of companies don't like to have people in relationship work at the companies because they cannot handle it the bottom line is that you know because there were so many witnesses and because the witnesses that were back there were also employees but because i i was 
a customer that's when situation because they did all of this and I see them pointing they did all of this in front of a customer and I was a witness long story short they were trying to defuse the situation homeboy left like after it. I don't even know what happened because I went inside to get help and um, when I came back out because you know I'm a little bit nosy and I want to know what happened um, they couldn't find him because he jotted off Next thing I know, I went back inside and then I see him and I was like, what the hell is he doing? You know what I mean? You just committed a, uh, an offense towards a woman. You don't ever lay your hands on a woman. Any man out there, I'm sorry. That's not acceptable. I don't care whatever happened, right? You don't ever do that. And then I was like, in my mind, why is he, why is he walking around? Then I kind of like got a little bit anxious because I'm like, he's already in a foul mood the way that he came at this victim i i was so concerned about retaliation you know like what is he gonna do so all the men there they were trying to defuse the situation try to find him they were trying not to call the cops on him you know just trying to talk it out get a resolution meanwhile um they had the girl secured in the back like in a locked door you would think it was but hey I commend them for securing her because you never know what goes on in a person's mind. Nowadays, people are carrying you-know-what, and, and you don't know how things can escalate. And even I was worried that he even knew that I was a witness or anything like that, you know? But I still have no shame in me doing the right thing and knowing the right thing. Long story short... After they tried to, he was on, I was watching him. He was on his way out, guys. And he turned back around. And I was like, what the heck? Well, somebody called the cops. I think somebody called, I think it was her. I think it was the victim that called the cops. And um, and I was talking to some of the employees there. And next thing I know, the cops was there. They came and got me as a witness. And I had to tell my story. And he took my ID. And I was like so-and-so and so-and-so and and four of the people were right there you know and you know he went to the older gentleman and apparently he didn't want anything to do with it and that's sad you know what I mean and how I know that is because the cop didn't take his information like his license like he did mine you know we were all standing there when it went down there were like four or five of us and some probably in the back who probably saw it from a different angle because afterwards I found out what the words were that were exchanged and believe it or not it had something to do with his girlfriend that was working there and in this young man the accuser um, um, mind he felt like he was defending his girlfriend but I, I don't I don't think the young men today know what chivalry is I don't think they know how it's supposed to be performed mean that you come to your woman's defense yes but you don't get involved in woman on woman argument or whatever you know what I mean there are certain things that um, there are certain things that you can do as a man like if another man or somebody is like you know or you know coming at your woman or something but you're gonna get into something that you don't know you probably weren't there I don't even know the circumstances so 
it's certain things that a man should not get involved in, you know, let the woman handle their business, but just the way that he came at her, I think that's the part that I'm more bothered about, you understand me? And um, so yeah, the cops came, they arrested him, and in my mind, I was like, another black person in jail, and it's just a shame over stupidness, over a stupid, stupid thing that could have easily been resolved by um, a conversation, go to your manager. And I think a lot of these places, a lot of workplaces need to up their um, policies and procedures as far as what's acceptable in a workplace and what's not acceptable in a workplace. Even though I work for corporate America for a long time, the one thing I can say is that every year they have you sign off and read um, guidelines just to refresh your brain, you know, and they really said it's not a good um, thing to have like relations in the workplace because because now I was like so worried because I found out on the on the DL why am I seeing so many cops out? But anyway, I found out on the DL that um, um, his girlfriend worked there, and I was so concerned that she was going to find out like my information and like tell him and whatever but you know what it's in God's hands because I'm not gonna live under fear or whatever but it's just a shame because now here it is three lives that have been troubled and um you know in, in a fizzy in a hizzy or whatever I don't know what the heck I'm saying but three lives I don't want to say destroyed but th- well maybe but yeah three three lives that have been traumatized because now you have the girlfriend that is embarrassed and working there and have to put up with it. Then you have your boyfriend that's just got arrested. And then you have the victim that's there. How do you think that's going to work out, guys? How do you think that's going to work out? Especially since the victim is still there and the girlfriend is still there. I just hope that they just squash everything. Typically in corporate world, you know what they would have done? I think they would have eventually fired. They would have, They typically, a, a bad corporate world, would fire all three because they just don't know. And some, that's corporate world, that's okay. They would fire the boyfriend and the girlfriend, um, you know, because they just don't know. And, um, or they would just fire the guy and just monitor and monitor um, the situation with the girls. And it was so interesting. I don't want to say funny that when he went to um, to the um, front office, they handed him a pink slip. I actually saw a pink slip. In case you guys don't know, a pink slip is what they refer to as you getting fired. I thought that what that's what it was until one of the employees told me he was he was fired on the spot, and he still didn't want to go home. So maybe he didn't want to go home because maybe he shared a ride with a girl or something. My advice to young people out there, young, old, whatever, especially if you have a disagreement as somebody at the workplace. If you feel in your heart of heart that you have to say something, say it, but then walk away. Get a manager, get help or something. If you feel like your life is threatened, go get help. If you see something, don't be afraid to get help. You understand me? Like what I did. Um, A lot of people don't want to get involved. I totally get it because there's so much paperwork, so many witnesses. You never know if a person is going to retaliate years later, God forbid. But the bottom line is that in the heart of heart, you're helping somebody who probably cannot even help themselves. Just remember that. So, yeah. So, this is a big, this happened that I had to talk it out in the moment. All right.